0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Well, heydy hey and welcome to the uh, Christmas a new year episode of SFP Now and Genretainment. This is a joint production, folks, so we're going to have different theme songs at the beginning and the end, I reckon. Um, with me is Mats and um, a very sick Julie, who's um, sort of like <laughs> hurling in the background there, uh, while while, uh, while drinking Jaeger Master, Masters. And, well, uh, it's not
1: a stomach bug, so the Jaeger's to help the throat.
0: Mm. Anyway, this is our Christmas show, so happy Christmas, everyone! Yes, Merry Christmas! Christmas.
1: Happy Christmas. It's, I want to say Happy, happy New Christmas. Year. Happy Christmas and a Merry New Year. Ho, <laughs> oh, ho, 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 ho! Merry New Year! <laughs> that,
0: that's, uh, that's definitely Trading Places. I watched that the other day, actually. The ultimate sci-fi film is Trading Places.
2: I'll take your word for it. <laughs> it's
0: a film about time travel, isn't it? You know, Because it all, all looks like it's set in the 80s, and... Um, you know, you, you have one of those rare moments where you um, where you have um oh god, what was the name now? What was the name? Where you have Jamie E. Curtis, uh, Topness. Which was a very sci fi moment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say that that doesn't really do much for me, but I'll take your word for it.
0: <laughs> well, I I just remember seeing that initially when I was, when I was about fourteen, it just totally freaked me out, you know? <laughs> I, I, I was hiding behind the sofa. For were, were there three breasts? <laughs> I mean, uh, you mix mixing up Total Recall. I It's <laughs> yeah. so like, um, it's just that you know, I'd never, i never seen a, you know, go, go that far with anything. You know, I'd seen her in the horror films and stuff like that, but she'd never gone topless or anything. And I thought, Jesus.
1: Yeah, that's how she stayed
0: alive in all those. <laughs> you know, so, but yeah, that, that that was a good film. But this is our, uh, this is our Christmas and New Year episode, and we're gonna do, um. This year, in the past years, we've very much done stuff that's sort of like uh, very much based on, on nostalgia, I was remembering sort of like Christmas specials and stuff like that. We're not going to do any of that stuff this year. Yeah. You know, we're going to have a change because I'm feeling, um, I'm feeling that we're in need of a change and I'm still pissed off because of my cat scratching me on the middle finger. <laughs>
1: Amateur. we got three cats. I I pretty much have scratches all the time.
0: (laughs) I've got three cats. He's one one big, massive cat called Sasha.
1: Sasha's adorable.
0: He's annoying the crap out of me right now.
1: That's probably because you're in Sasha's chair.
0: No, he was in my chair.
1: (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I don't understand the concept. Everything in the house belongs to the cat.
0: And he, he was on my bed last night. And sleeping in my little laundry cupboard,
1: <laughs> over there. Uh, can't help you there. Or sleep with us every night. Speaking of which, come here, sweetie. Come here. One of our cats is making an entrance.
0: <laughs>
1: come here, sweetie. Get in mommy's lap. Here we go.
0: Mine doesn't make an entrance. He just breaks down a door.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I, I think he. I think he was probably a cock in another life. <laughs> He's probably a white in the other I think, think he was a police officer in another life. Oh, okay. was...
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> those P's weren't really coming through <laughs> on Skype there.
2: <laughs> thought you said something else. I don't know. I
1: thought you said something very different. Sorry.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, you, you did. You, you thought I used the C word there, uh, didn't you? <laughs> I
1: thought you used one of them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay well I think I think the best way best way place to start is um you know as soon as we talk about TV and um and films and all on this show is when as, well as um, video games and comics we'll start with TV um and we'll start with you know with what what we think has been the you know the best uh new TV series uh this year and for me the best new TV series this year I don't know. I am torn because I'm kind of liking um, this new show with Carl Urban, which is a pre show called uh, Almost Human. But I think what what's just edging it for me in in, in terms of the new stuff that's come out this year is a uh, sleepy Hollow. Yeah, that
1: was my pick.
0: <laughs> that's our pick. You yeah. can't you can't take it. You get almost human. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just the uh, it's just the best thing to come on and the, the best new show come to come out this year it uh,
3: really is
0: um not to mention i, I kind of fancy the uh, the lady copy in that show so
1: <laughs> I figured she would she's adorable
0: she she's really cute she's got she's got a she's got a very sort of like, cute look about her
1: uh-huh and i i you can enjoy her I don't mind a kebab crane. Mm, you know <laughs> he's got a very gentlemanly quality about him and he and I have the same level computer skills
2: oh yeah that's that one computer scene was pretty much that silly. scene
1: with him trying to do I, I was trying really hard to just like sink into the couch and not be noticed and Marx kept looking over at me and laughing and then whenever Ichabod goes I've, I've done I've done something catastrophic Marx goes oh my god we have actually had this conversation <laughs> So yeah. I, I, his level of understanding of technology, I, I totally feel for the guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I think, I think for me, I just, I just love the fact that you, you know, you, you know, Iqbal Crane is out of time. Yeah. And, you know he's having to. I just, I just love that sort of storyline in anything where, 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 where it's out of time. I, I just love the effect of the of the headless horseman as well. Whenever they do that, I think that's just oh, brilliant. Okay. But,
1: well, and I I love the fact that he's out of time really allows you to do social commentary on on things that we see every day. I love whenever she goes, he goes, "What's that?" She's like, "It's a Starbucks," and that one's a Starbucks as well. Yes, is there some sort of law? <laughs> <laughs> and and just all kinds of stuff and about McDonald's and and. Uh, you know, sort of. Yeah. I don't know all kinds of stuff, but the whole cast is phenomenal. Like, I love um, Orlando is Orlando Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jones. Orlando Jones plays their boss, and yeah. I've always really liked him too. And um, they just have a really strong cast. And uh, the woman playing her sister, I really, I like her a lot too.
0: Yeah, I, I think John Cho um, in the couple of the <sighs> episodes, he's yeah. going to, You know, and
1: he really mm-hmm. rocks that.
0: Up until up until that, I've only ever really seen him in the uh, Harold and Kumar films and and Star Trek. You know, I've never really seen him in anything else. And you know, in 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 Sleepy Hollow, you you really see that that guy can actually act.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it really is. I think one of the strongest casts mm-hmm. I've seen in a long time in an ensemble show like that. Yeah. Yeah, and well written. And, you know, thankfully, Ichabod Crane is more interesting than he <laughs> is in the traditional Sleepy Hollow it's, story.
2: It's supernatural meets
0: uh, national treasure. Yeah, right? yeah.
1: kind of like that. National tra-
0: treasure, yeah, and that Ichabod that <laughs> Cage films.
1: Yeah, yeah, but they're going on, you know, the hunts and
2: because there's so much about clues and... about the, you know, the beginnings of the American, yeah, of America. So I, oh I love, ins- I
1: love the I love all the insights he has about the founding fathers of our country. It's hilarious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like I was reading, there's actually a, an interview with uh, with, with Tom Mayson um, in the current issue of uh, of SFX magazine, and he talks about the uh, you know the accent that he uses and he, that, that, that he uses, and he basically uses his own accent. But he says that if he was to put one on, it'd probably sound like a mixture of a Devon, of a Devon accent, and a, you know, a song like a, and you know, kind of like a very sort of like pidgin English. Um, he he said it'd probably be kind of a you know, not not legible.
1: Yeah. You know. So. Well, you can't if you get too historically accurate. It, it it's not really usable for modern audiences. <laughs> One one of my
0: highlights of this year was actually being in a, being in a conference call with John Noble. You
1: know. Oh, yeah, so that was a good one.
0: I, I really enjoyed that. I thought, damn, I'm speaking to John Noble here. You know, this guy's awesome.
1: I really wanted him to have more of a role. Though. Well, he's
0: supposed to come back, right? He's
1: coming back? I hope so.
0: He, he's coming back, and, um, you know, I think he said he did three in the first season, so he's probably going to be in one of the ones that's he's going to be airing in January because we're airing two episodes in January back-to-back back, oh,
1: okay,
0: um, okay. as, as a series finale, season finale, sorry.
1: Yeah, don't don't and, scare the American <laughs> audiences, Ian, by calling it a season finale, or no. a series finale.
0: And he, he, he did say uh, that he's, he's very likely to be back for the second season as well. Um, oh, good. We're going to see more of the uh, Sin Eater. Um,
1: I could just watch John Noble in probably any role. I mean, he's just great.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's really good at quirky characters and, you know, and just, um, and, and he's, he's actually he's actually a really cool guy to, you know, if you get on a conference call, I mean, he's a really cool guy to talk to. He actually remembers people. Oh, wow. Someone called in and he remembered her. And it was all sort of like, um, he, he, saw like um, he was like he speaking to him as if he was like speaking to an old friend. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. He, he's, he's he's a really really nice guy, and so like that was a really great experience for me being in that conference call. I, you know, it'd be cool if we get if we could get a one to one interview with the guy.
1: Yes, let's put it's a bug fun. in their ear. <laughs>
0: Fingers crossed that happens. Okay, well, that's our best new TV series of uh, 2040, 2013. Sorry, time traveling there.
1: <laughs>
0: How about our favorite returning series of twenty four
1: thirteen? Oh, I can't pick. There's too many. Uh, well, probably for me Arrow. It's,
2: for me, it's a tie between Supernatural and Arrow.
1: Yeah, because Supernatural has really, it, you know, it started to kind of lose itself there for one season was pretty rough. And uh, it's it's come.
2: Leviathans blah. Oh,
1: the ha- to ruin Leviathans and Lovecraft like that is just unforgivable. But um, it's really found its its footing again. But Arrow is just really strong. I know that's probably Marx's favorite returning show.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's re- it's very well written, well acted.
1: Yeah, although I love um, I love what they've done with Haven this season, too. Mm-hmm. That's um. they've really ratcheted up
2: yeah the finale was very good
1: yeah and the whole season was really spinning towards that and i'm i'm more hooked on haven gets better every season usually Mm -hmm. yeah i didn't i
2: thought it started a little slow
1: oh haven's uh (laughs) the pilot was so terrible i refused to watch it again for a long time after the pilot but now i love it and i'm hooked on it (laughs)
0: Yeah, I've, I've kind of dipped in and out of it. Um, I really need to be able to, sort I like, just watch all all of the seasons of Haven back to back in order. Yeah, to, so
1: really, just... don't start with the very beginning. Start like part of the way, part like halfway through the first season if you want to get hooked. Because it really, I have to admit, I like that show, I really do. But it had a terrible pilot, and really the second episode wasn't all that strong. I think it started getting it... a little better the third. It's well, pretty they, much
0: about halfway through season one. Yeah, it's about
1: it halfway through out. is when it really gets good.
0: Yeah, I've kind I've kind of missed quite quite a bit of it. I mean, I I uh, seen uh, figments of season one when I moved um, to this place last year uh, because there was, you know um, some I, I had somebody else running the website for a little while while I was uh, while I was sort of moving in here and. Um, you know, the first week I didn't really touch the website, you know, when I was settling in here and I was watching Haven on the um, on, on TiVo and uh, a few other things I'd never been able to watch. And uh, I, I kind of I liked the series, you know, got into got to a point where I was liking the characters, but I found that I couldn't really follow it. Um, it wasn't really making any sort of logical sense to me because the, uh, my TiVo was recording episodes, but it wasn't recording them in the correct order.
1: Oh, oh, that would be a little odd.
0: So it just um, so I, I kind of like the characters, but I just couldn't really get into the story. So I think at some point I just need to, you know, just box set the whole lot of them. Um, yeah,
1: it's it's. I mean, for me, it's more character driven. You know, you care a lot about the the characters, and and not just the main three. I mean, I've i really have an affinity for the brothers vince and dave they're hilarious they're like a own married couple and um and this season they had their me gloria i just loved her i mean the second she, the her first scene i said oh i hope they keep her <laughs> i just like her they go through the medical examiners pretty quickly on that show it's sort of like the uh Administrative assistance on Murphy Brown for a long time. <laughs> and oh, they did they did oh, keep this was, one around. Our oh, Spinal Taps drummer. <laughs> yeah, so they kept her around, which is good. And I, I think that's really been what they've needed to do for the host season, the host series, is to really um, expand the, the town a bit more. You know, our our relationship with the other townsfolk.
0: Well, you do know that um, T. Sean Hardy, who um, he, he did the music for Sci-Fi for the SFP Now podcast, as well as uh, your podcast. Yeah, with ours. Uh, um, he actually lives very, very close to the yeah. area that area. He, 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 you know, sort of like um, he, his wife um, actually took some really cool photographs of some of the locations that are used. Uh, and he actually attended a wedding um that several of the cast members were at.
1: Yeah, yeah, we uh we knew that. I haven't seen the photos though, but um but yeah, I know he, he lives nearby there.
0: Yeah. So well, you know the co cool, cool thing is one of the cast members um you know he wrote a song for this wedding um and he, he performed this song at this wedding one of the cast members of Haven I think he was a guy that play, I think it was a guy that plays
1: Lucas. Oh, okay.
0: The, the, uh, the, no,
1: Lucas Bryant is the the actor.
0: The character is Nathan. Yeah, the guy that plays Nathan, Lucas Bryant, um, and uh, the 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 other actor, I forget his name off the top of my head now. Eric
1: Balfour.
0: He, Eric Balfour has been in all sorts. They were both there, and they they both sort of like uh, met Sean briefly and complimented him on the song. And Sean says that he wasn't until after the fact that he, he actually realised who they were. You know, <laughs> someone had to sing it. He know who they were That's he, doesn't watch, he doesn't really watch that much tavision
1: mm. so. well that, actually we've met we've met both of them and we met uh, adam Copeland too and uh, from the show they're all really nice guys
2: they seem like
0: they're real good friends
1: yeah they seem like they're real friendly they're real down to earth just just real real nice guys
0: mm. well um moving on to uh, my favorite uh, returning show um it's actually same as yours, Arrow. Mm-hmm. I just, um, I, I just quit ripping us off. Ian. gosh. <laughs> you know, this. You know, I could say Doctor Who, but Doctor Who be too predictable. And to be honest, um, you know, I I've been a little bit disappointed in Doctor Who this year. Uh, what about the fiftieth?
2: anniversary?
1: we have we have written down Doctor Who fiftieth anniversary as uh, under best TV too. A
0: highlight. Yeah. I think I think the 50th anniversary was um, very good TV, and um, as in you know the best of, best of the year, but it didn't really feel like an anniversary to me. It just felt like a really really good episode of Doctor Who. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um,
0: Even with all the appearances of Doctors, Which yeah, but Doctors. That was all CGI. then in the end, um, proper anniversary episode would have been something like the. Uh, like the twentieth anniversary episode that they did, where you had five doctors. Yeah, but surely can't do that anymore. That's the problem. They can use CGI. They can they can use CGI, or they could, or they could sort of like uh, um, right. Right. have some sort of a- a- accident with the TARDIS where it goes all animated, and they could get the actors in to do the voices. The excuse of the actors being too old to do it, you know, it's like with the technology we've got, it's it's a lame excuse. Yeah. Well, that's really expensive, though. Did he people? Well, they didn't have Tom Baker come
1: make an appearance.
2: I mean, Tom Baker did appear. Um, yeah, I mean, well, I could see for television that's pretty expensive. That's that would be a costly frame by frame shot every time the character's in there, because they did it in a way, you know, wide shots at the end with the dream sequence thing uh, with all the doctors. Yeah.
0: They do an animated. They could do an animated episode. Uh. I, yeah. I mean,
2: they could, but I don't know if that would fly. That would be pretty different than anything else.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, so, like, um... Well, I was kind of generally disappointed with the, uh, With the second half of the seventh season of Doctor Who, which had... had yeah.
1: different- honestly, for me, I still watch every Doctor Who. I mean, I still really do like it. But the last, what's have been couple seasons, has really seemed like everything's just going at such a breakneck speed through an episode, and it's just sort of—it's not—it's more shallow than it was. It's just more about we've got to be faster. We've got to have like more stuff. And and you know, it it just seems kind of
2: try to get your girl through it so fast that you don't think about you're the not logic. thinking
1: about it. <laughs> yeah, and and I don't know. I mean, it just—it's maybe it's just me, but I I feel like the pacing has been. Like, we're starting to run out ideas. Let's just run things through really quick and make everything seem really exciting and have things that flash and let lot of running. And...
2: <laughs> well, the, the Daleks are
0: starting to lose their their touch now. The Daleks, to so me, I pretty much lost their touch. Um,
1: I don't think anything with a plunger for an arm was ever scary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think Russell T. Davis made the Daleks quite scary in that one episode, Daleks. Where where the guy says, What are you gonna do? Suck my face off and what does he do?
1: Yeah, he <laughs> that's it's, true.
0: They need to do they need to have more of that sort of thing, you know, as supposed to down it's zapping everyone.
1: Well, the problem is anytime you have a, a creature return, they get less and less scary each time they come like back. Like the Borg. Like the Borg. And like really the the angels, the blink
3: the
2: weaving weeping angels.
1: angels they scared the crap. I had nightmares for like two nights in a row the first time the weeping angels showed up. was Yeah. And, <laughs> and like by the last time they were, I was like, oh, oh yawn, yawn, the weeping angels. You know, you, you just can't have them in very often and without them losing their potency.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I, I I agree with you there. I mean, the trouble is with the Borg. What happened with the Borg is they introduced the Borg queen, which kind of like humanized them.
1: Well, and they started having negotiations and ambassadors. Are you freaking kidding me? No, they're like, <laughs> they were high tech zombies. Okay, they assimilate, assimilate, they go through, bah, bah, no one survives. That's scary. Like, you know, now it was well, we'll negotiate. We'll send an ambassador so you can have a hot chick in a cat suit on your show. And <laughs> then it just like really
0: <laughs> It kind of started before that though. It started with Next Generation when they when they had that uh bog that was separated from the connective called Hugh.
1: Yeah, that still nice. didn't didn't completely undo it for me and
0: that was a, there was an interesting element
2: there about Wiping out, genocide and stuff on a race, too, because they were debating about putting a virus or whatever it was. In yeah, to, to so, I him.
1: mean, that at least served some sort of a purpose. <clears throat> but, yeah, it's just the same, you know... You, you, but Voyager like, completely... Oh, God, trash. Voyager just ruined a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, Voyager um, is just something that's best not talked about. <laughs> uh, Enterprise, um, oh. well, the last season of Enterprise was really good. It's I
1: just a never stage. made it that far. I don't think I got through the first season.
0: Yeah, the first two it's shame. It would, it would have been really good if the if you
2: care about those characters. and I don't really they're bland. The, I
1: cared about the beagle. Like I really liked his dog.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the blandest in a Star Trek crew in the world.
1: They really were they were like the white bread of they're like wonder bread of Star Trek. <laughs> I thought Doctor
0: Flots was a really cool character. Right? I really enjoyed Doctor Flots, but you know that that's the one we was meant to enjoy. Um, I think the biggest mistake they made with Enterprise was, you know, other than, you know, was casting Scott Bakula, because yeah. I, I was never convinced, not for a single moment, that he was a captain of a starship. I,
1: I was fine with Scott Bakula playing it. I thought the writing was a bit. They got really like schizophrenic with their writing back in Voyager I mean the captain for Voyager Janeway. she would be die hard one thing one episode the next episode because the writers wanted her to do it with no internal consistency whatsoever for each character from episode to episode they'd have her die hard in the opposite direction you know just because that's what they were lazy <laughs> so they did
2: the same thing too with Archer after a while you, you yeah, had that's this... what I
1: mean. They did they did it with Janeway, and then they did it with Archer. So I don't think it was the casting. I think both the actress and the actor in those roles would have done a good job had they gotten a halfway decent script from time to time.
2: And that dynamic of like Janeway wants one thing, Seven to Nine thinks the other way, that carried over into Enterprise with with that captain and the other woman in the cat suit. Yeah. To <laughs> Paul.
1: To Paul, yeah. Well, and I mean the poor guy—I can't think of his name now—that played Chakotay from Voyager. I had no idea the guy could even act until the last episode. I said, well, "Well, crap! This guy's really good. Why didn't they let him do anything other than silently follow her around like a big lug the whole time?" Yeah, and all like
0: I—I um, I, I didn't like him. I—I I also didn't like the whole binana Tom Paris relationship. Thought, come on.
1: Oh, which one? Which one?
0: The, the, Tom Paris and banana getting married and then her having his baby and all, all that shit. Oh, uh,
1: see, so yeah, I I checked out before that. Banana.
0: Thought so this isn't this isn't Star
2: Trek. It's a soap.
1: Who was banana? I. There's
2: nothing wrong with trying to have relationships. They just didn't do it very well.
1: Unfortunately, no. Clean, not a on, lot... clean on woman. Oh, not a lot of um sci-fi does relationships well. <laughs> they could. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought Next Generation was better when 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 Troy was um, forming farming for every Amy uh, and Tom, Dick and Harry. <laughs>
1: well, you know, Next Generation was just better, period. You know, oh
0: yeah, romance of the week,
1: <laughs> as and it should be.
0: <laughs> you 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 can you know I even like that episode Sub Rosa, uh, which is in the final season, uh, where 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 Doctor Crusher. Um, so sort of like falls in love with a ghost mm, yeah. on, the, on planet, and thought so that that was pretty cool. But there's a there's a, real, there's a real big mistake in that. For you know when um, when 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 um, Picard's talking to one of the uh, one one of the villagers, he were, um, he goes, "You're Scotch, aren't you?" And you know the thing is, you know Patrick Stuke should have corrected the writers on that because you don't refer to someone from Scotland as Scotch. Scotch no. is a
1: twink. Yeah, uh, they're Scott.
0: That that that's you know they're Scottish.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know you, you don't don't refer to them as Scotch. I mean that's you know, I just thought you know that that really bugged me that Patrick Stewart never took the time to correct the right future slain.
1: I I don't even remember that line, <laughs> but yeah, even to us that doesn't sound right.
0: Well, you know we we kind of uh, been sidetracked.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry.
0: Arrow's um Arrow's my pick um you know, they they dots who's um you know. For those closely behind, but I, I really enjoyed Arrow. Uh, I was a bit reticent, in, you know, during the, you know before the series started in its first season, because thought this is going to be another Smallville.
1: Yeah, that's what we were afraid of too. And it's it's turned out to be
0: the best, you know, the, the best thing that CW's actually produced. Uh, I think it's.
1: Th- I think Marks and I think it's the strongest superhero TV Live show. Live action
0: superhero TV show
1: ever. Mm,
0: yep, I, I'd actually agree with that. Um, you know, you know, so like, um, because we've not really had that many live action superhero shows other than Batman. and We had that uh, Flash in the nineteen nineties, which was okay. It was fun, but you know, it just it wasn't that strong. Oh
1: no, sorry. I think the, the live action Tick, I think, still has my number one spot.
0: <laughs> and there are other ones like the Cape.
1: Oh, the Cape was good, but yeah, Arrow's better.
0: But well, the cape wasn't actually based on a comic book character. No. Well, you know, they'll, they'll it was
1: that vein
0: and uh, incredible Hulk. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, Hulk?
1: Arrow's still better. Although I do still love the live-action Tick. <laughs> that one just cracks me up, even when I think of it.
0: Okay, well, we've done best. Uh, we've done our best new TV series and best returns. Oh
1: wait, Under the Dome is also a good one.
0: I've right. not seen. I I seen the first episodes of it but i kind of lost lost touch with it i I wouldn't consider it the best but it was an okay it's in the
1: top it's up there it was good it's worth mentioning that's what i should have said
2: i just feel like the problem they have and they're going to struggle with in season two
0: is
1: how to keep this going yeah
0: how to keep it going without feeling like you're just stretching it out Uh, (laughs) i think also worth mentioning is game of thrones i mean what a What a freaking season finale that had. Well, it wasn't even a season finale. It was kind of like the penultimate episode leading into the season finale. Everybody dies. (laughs) Spoilers. Have you not seen it? No,
2: I I have, yeah. Julie Julie doesn't like
1: it. I hate that show. I'm not going to watch it.
2: (laughs) She doesn't like the show. I like the show.
1: I absolutely hate that show.
2: But she hates the show.
1: So, no, I, I know everybody dies.
2: Doesn't, yeah. doesn't everybody die people always die
1: so i don't know That's, uh, not enough if they killed everybody then they could just end the show you know? <laughs> no, walking,
2: that... De- walking dead hasn't been too bad the return of the governor and
0: everything that was pretty interesting how they did that mm-hmm. um forming skies i must lost touch with midway through the second season so it's been
1: so long since it's been on i forgot all about that but i really loved falling skies
0: yeah we enjoy that show
1: I just think it's a, it's a good show. I, I love a good alien invasion, and, fighting and against I, the forces of an invading alien. I just like that, you I,
2: know? And I want to like, well, I like it, but I want to really like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But it just hasn't quite gotten there yet. Yeah.
1: It's, it just hasn't found its footing.
2: No, and I want to like it. I, I love everything Joss Whedon does. I, I like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Marvel Universe in general.
1: They should just bring back Firefly. yeah i i I want to like it i just like the characters i don't i don't really care that much about them and everything's just sort of i don't know seems so kind of shallow and formulaic and and to me it's like they got joss whedon because they could get joss whedon right but then it's like they got joss whedon but just Clamped a collar and a muzzle on him and said, We want you to do this. And instead of letting him do his Joss Whedon thing, is mm-hmm. the feeling I get. You know, it, it's kind of like, We got him. Yay. Now let's neuter him. <laughs> and then this is what happens. I just, I, I don't feel like they're allowing Joss Whedon to come out and play.
0: Yeah, they, 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 they need to do something pretty drastic with that series. I mean, I've been watching it. Um, I kind of like it, but it's not knocking me out. It's not. Not blowing me away at all
3: no
1: the only reason it's... i've kept watching is because marks wants to and i just watch it with him if it was up to me i'd go eh
2: well they should take arrow as an example and they should also take alias alias would be a good show to yeah. look at for the kind of pacing and twists and turns they need because it's a super spy show really i mean i mean really at the heart of it it's shield so yeah. they need to be doing that kind of stuff and alias is it needs one to be of the like best super spy shows alias
1: meets buffy
2: yeah, so it's should, should except be. instead of vampires, it's supervillains. Yeah,
1: I
0: mean, so I like, mean, they, 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 they've had a few, they've had a few pretty good episodes. I mean, I quite like the episode where they, they, you know, where, where they went after the It wasn't Thor's hammer; it was some some other ragged from as from from, from um, a yeah. yeah berserker, episode, staff
1: whatever. or stick or something.
0: Well, that, I thought that was a pretty pretty damn good episode, and it's probably the best one they've done.
1: Yeah, that was good.
0: That, and the scene where. Um, I can't remember if it's Fitz or Simmons. I
2: can't remember which one's which. But whenever she um,
1: was Simmons. infected,
2: and they
0: thought uh, she was gonna die.
1: Yeah, that was good.
0: So that was. I a, like Fitz and Simmons. I scene. like Fitz Simmons. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fitz Fitz and Fitz Simmons is is, is a cool character. Uh, I you I put them
1: together, and it's a cool character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they are like one character really. You know, they're they're like two halves of of, of one character. Yeah,
1: and and really like. The main guy, was it Ward? I don't care about him. I don't care about May. She annoys the crap out of me. <laughs> she's just like the most boring She's jealous
2: expression. of Ming-Na.
1: No, she's just a drone. She has, <laughs> she has no range. There's no expression. She just walks on, has the same look on her face no matter what, says things in a monotone voice, and then Swear walks off.
0: God, if, that, if, if Ming-Na ever smiles in, in, in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., her face is just going to shatter.
1: boring character like and then the, the, the and actors then the lead, can act quite I, well. i'll take your word for it and then <laughs> the lead, i get i get it. she's very pretty i understand See, it's probably jealous. why no that's fine <laughs> that's why most women get cast just like most guys you think they would have cast the guy who played ward if he didn't have a six-pack come on it's it's fair it's both sides but um but both but the problem is you have the lead guy who's kind of boring and then you have her who's kind of boring and they're a big part of it. And so it's kind of like... And then you have a good comedic duo in Fitzsimmons, but the only thing to balance them out is really flat and boring and not interesting at all. So it just isn't a good balance.
0: It's, you know, I mean, it, they're, they're, they're kind of boring. Um, whereas, you know, in, you know, to sign an example in Stratory Next Generation, you had Worf, he was very slight and very by the book sort of thing. And very much the um, very much the comedic figure as, an he was sort of like the straight man. Whereas, yeah. you know, unfortunately, in in Arrow, those two characters are so boring that they don't even they don't even make good straight.
1: Oh, you mean in Shield, yeah. You
0: no, know, straight, stri- you know, don't even make good straight, um, straight characters to? No. to you know, Yeah,
1: so- it, it's just you know, Worf had some depth to him. You know, and, and these two are just they're just boring. Like I I watch it and I go, you know, if like if this mission went sideways and they both like blew up, I would not care.
0: <laughs> I always see Melinda May versus versus Black Widow. <laughs> I, I think I think they should just uh jetson Melinda May and just bring in Black Widow. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't, I don't think we can afford Scarlett Johansson. Mm. They they could uh, they they could just um, they could just like uh, rip off the, her scenes from from the two films and uh, mess around with the dialogue and take dialogue splice together from all, all of uh, Johansson's other films and do it that way.
1: <laughs> it would still be an improvement.
0: <laughs> it would. Um but move, moving on to uh, we've we've had best uh, series of two at twenty thirteen. Um Let's move on to the best, you know, um, most anticipated series of uh twenty fourteen as in, you know, what's coming up. Now one thing I do wanna mention, I just wanna like sidetrack back back on this and, and this is one of my old favorites from twenty thirteen was Defiance. Yes,
1: yeah. I really like Defiance. It it has um it again, it it started out not quite as strong, but you really care about the characters. Um it's a really good story, and I know that our one gripe is that they shoot the way they shoot it.
2: You need better cinematography. And they editing. need better
1: cinematography because it it looks too light. Like it should have it should be moodier, you know, and the way it looks because it's, it, the world's come to an end, and these are the survivors, and they're barely scrapping by, and it really should be um, a little moodier, a little.
2: Yeah, I think if you just read the less script, less cartoony. I think if you just like read the scripts only, or like just listen to it or whatever, I think you would realize, wow, this show's really dark. And yeah, it's like,
1: <laughs> it looks a little too cartoonish.
2: There's lots of backstabbing and murder and everything going on here, and and it doesn't play that way visually as well.
1: No, I had to I had to get past how it looks visually before I could really get into it.
2: Hopefully they'll change that a
0: little bit. I think I think it just they needs some tweaks.
1: A, they hinted a little bit. They might. Yeah. But, yeah, it is a very good show.
0: I wanted to give that honorable mention because um, I neglected to mention it at the start of the show, and it's a show that I really enjoyed. I love the soundtrack to that show. I love what Bear McCreary's done on that show. I've got the soundtrack um, actually loaded on my Kindle. And an um, extremely
2: ambitious yeah. show, too, the most
0: oh, ambitious yeah. sci-fi has been for a while. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think it's, I think it's. you know, it's a, it, I, I love I the character, Data. taktar,
1: yeah. And, you know the, the whole cast is actually very good. I mean, that's another one that they cast very well for an ensemble show. Mm-hmm. And um, but they also wrote it well enough that the actors have something to work with. Yeah,
0: and I've got to confess, I've not played a video game, so
1: no, I haven't either.
0: That, that was like uh, meant to be. That was like one of the big selling points of the show was the in video game. But you know, when it came out, I thought, well, you know, I don't really want to get a video game that I have to subscribe to. You know, because I, you know, I hate those things, and um, you know, I, I and no, I don't actually hate those things. I've never even gotten into them, but the the fact of the matter is, I just wouldn't have the time to get 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 immersed in in, in that sort of thing.
1: I just don't care for video games, so yeah. so I don't I don't really have anything to do with any of them. So, so what I do you came think in...
2: of a Game of Thrones
1: video game? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, like, two things I hate stick them together. Um, so I came into it cold because I I don't game or anything I don't
0: do video games so. Well, so so did people that game because I think they released the video game a couple of weeks before the series but mm. you know basically the game the plot of the game ties in with the series and and and, uh, and vice versa and for the first couple of weeks of the video game they had a uh, they, they had the two main characters um uh, you know the, the sheriff I can't remember the characters names but the sheriff and, and his daughter. A, daughter you know taking part within that gaming universe um, in order to tie it into the uh, TV series, um, so you know it was pretty ambitious what they did by by by, by so like uh, making it uh, a cross media thing. But I'm I'm just curious to see um, if it continues on um, in in the, in the second series because you know. Um you've got the next generation consoles that have just come out over the last couple of weeks in in the Xbox One and the uh, the PS4 and I don't see Defiance uh, being released on Boja.
1: Well, I I think that the show is strong enough to really stand on its own aside from the from the video game so uh, I I, yeah. I
0: agree with you. I mean, you know I think the show's probably better than the video game anyway. Yeah. Um you know from my mind would say you know I, I, as I say I don't really get Get into those sort of games. My sort of game is uh you know, lots of shooting and lots of killing on, on Call of Duty and uh, racing games and stuff I like you that.
2: You probably liked it. I played the beta test or whatever it defines and it's it's more like a like a Call of Duty type game.
0: Yeah, well, Call of Duty. You can you can get through a you can get through a Call of Duty game in about four to six hours. Um, you play right-
1: four to six hours straight.
0: Um, I've never actually played that long on a video game. I think think the longest I've ever played on a console game is probably about two hours. Oh my gosh, uh,
1: I think I would have the attention span for about 20, 30 minutes.
0: But for the most...
1: On <laughs> one of those things.
0: You haven't played a good That's
1: game. Not- it would just frustrate the crap out of me. <laughs>
0: well, it doesn't frustrate the crap out of you if you're actually good.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, oh. see? No, I suck. I, I am I am horrible. Huh?
0: It- I mean, I'm not, I'm not brilliant at them, but I, I, I kind of, I can pick up the controls very, very quickly and learn them. Sort yeah, of things, no,
1: I can't, to, to I suck.
0: Where I can hold my own, um, but, you know, sort of like, uh, I, I, you know, if I get a new game and I'm really into it, I can be, I can be on it for about two hours. Then I'll get tired and I've had enough and I'll want to do something else. But for the most part, when I'm on a console, it's usually sort of like 20 or 30 minute bursts. Um once or twice a week, if I can fit it in, mm-hmm. and I usually I usually play something that I know isn't gonna get me too immersed, but I can put down.
1: See, I think th- the key was I didn't get into them when I was younger, when I have like, you know, way more free time, and you just really get immersed into this stuff, and and so trying to jump into it as an adult with no background in it is sort of frustrating.
0: Well, there's, there's quite a few new series coming out, and I've got a feeling that martz is going to bring up Helix.
1: We both were. Yeah,
0: yeah, we
2: toured the set of Helix. And oh my gosh, it stuff. is an
1: amazing set and a really great cast.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. most realistic set I've seen.
0: Visually, it looks just like you're
2: you're there because yeah. it surrounds you.
1: So. It was almost creepy.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a zombie show, isn't it? A virus where, you know, where they where they go a bit zombie-ish, right?
1: And the whole, whole season, I think, is going to take place in the span of about two weeks.
0: Uh, each episode's a day okay. in the story. So it's going to be, what,
2: 14 episodes?
1: Yeah, so, yeah, two weeks.
2: Yep, so that's a cool cool angle.
1: And, I mean, we were we toured the set, and we can't show pictures or anything yet. And, and we well,
2: show pictures of some of them, but not, some of them, not, but all, not them. all of
1: them. But, I mean, it really was to the point that, I mean, a lot of the stuff that you would ordinarily think would be green screened in and this, I mean, we're walking around and there are holograms and there's climate changes and there's, I mean, it, it was as if you really just walked onto the show and it seemed that real in person.
2: Yeah, it must be great for the actors.
1: Oh, it's learn. just incredible. It must be amazing to work on that. Because, I mean, we were just touring it and we're just blown away.
0: Well, I've seen a training of for it and it, and it looks, uh, looks kind of interesting. Um, I'm probably going to give it a couple of episodes. But, you know, um, I've got a history of uh, not being particularly too fond of Ron Moore's shows, if, if, if I'm perfectly honest.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Battlestar, oh, yeah.
0: Battlestar Gnats could be in a case in point.
1: Uh, I but, love that show. Well,
0: I've got to admit, the uh, pang that he did for that piece procedural involving magic and everything was really, really cool. It's a yeah. shame that took, because I, I, re- I quite enjoyed that one.
2: Yeah, I thought that was great. I'm- I wish it had happened. I'm just
1: really surprised <clears throat> I didn't get picked up. Urban fantasy
2: so it just hasn't quite caught on yet in television.
1: I guess not, but I always really like it.
2: Remember, Dresden Files didn't do so well. I guess well, they I didn't.
1: Well, I didn't get us into Dresden Files.
2: Yeah, it wasn't done as well as, as this pilot was nowhere near as strong.
0: I thought Dresden Files was really cool, but, you know, uh, it, it, it wasn't, you know, I, I've since seen the Dresden Files. I've read all the Dresden books and, you know, it's all like it was a little bit You know, it was very very much toned down from what it was in the books.
1: Well, I came onto it cold not reading the books, so I didn't know anything about it. And, I mean, this is kind of a genre I'm really into is the urban fantasy. And I was watching it going, what the hell's going on? Like, who are these guys? I I mean, they didn't establish, like, I'm like, does the average population, are they aware of these supernatural elements? Are they keeping it secret? I mean, they didn't even establish that for the longest time. So you're just kind of, they didn't establish any of the rules, internal rules for that world at the beginning. So you just, I don't know, it's hard to get into it.
0: Have you, uh, have you read any of your books since?
1: No. Uh, no, because I didn't really care for the show.
0: Well, you know, if you you, you read you read books, you, you, you'll you probably be blown away because they're, they're way better than the show. Okay. And uh, another thing is, you, um, you know, one thing they got wrong with Dresden Files was the casting of Harry Dresden. I mean, the guy was good.
1: I like that actor.
0: Yeah, the actor's good, but he he was miscast as Harry Dresden. He wasn't, you know, wasn't really the right type of actor for the role. Oh, okay. Uh, you
1: know, so like. I don't,
0: like, know, I, don't
2: I like that actor quite a bit in the role. And like, and he's in, isn't he in? Um, he's Arrow? The, in
1: Arrow.
2: He's in Arrow.
0: He was in Twenty Four. He's a damn good actor, but mm-hmm. I just think he, he was mis- in the River.
1: Oh yeah, I liked that show
0: yeah I, I think he was miscast as harry dresden oh. if, no 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 bad reflection on the actor i just don't i don't think they 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 casted it right yeah um you went some with the shirtless
2: didn't you
1: yeah <laughs> no, you're thinking of me now, honey
2: <laughs> yeah m- moving on. A- <laughs> that says everything right there. No? <laughs>
0: And, you, know, you know, so like, uh, if you're in the same room with me right now, I'd throw this cat at you. There's a show coming on that's uh, next year, which is really interesting. I'm not sure which network it's going to be. I think it's one of the cable ones. Um show called Penny Dreadful. Um... You know sky for hell Sam mendes is is uh is, is doing doing directing this sh- is producing this show and it's it's a show that's gonna be bringing back classic monsters and i believe i, I think biggie piper has a role in it as well from doctor who i'm not sure i'll have to look it up i
1: don't know anything
0: about that one. well it's it's one it's one of those it's one of those it's been kind of under the radar news wise um because, is this american british canadian it's Amer- it's an American production. It's okay. been done by a cable company,
3: okay.
0: um, but it's not. It's it's not been getting as much press as say you know it says uh, many, many of the other other shows. Neil so bit like Da Vinci's Demons, which you know it got a fair bit of press, but it didn't did get as much as say Defiance was getting, or you know, or as this year Heegix is getting
3: uh-huh.
0: and stuff like that. But it's a, it's an interesting show. They're bringing back Frankenstein. Hmm. And, and the Wolfman and stuff like that. And there's another show that's starting in New Year on Sci Fi called Bitten, which is a, a Canadian show, which uh, stars uh Mo, is it Mora Vandenberg. Oh yeah, Supergirl. She's in Smallville and uh, she was in the um the the blonde the blonde woman. Well yeah. she creates plays, she plays a female werewolf in this uh this new show called Bitten, which comes out in um it comes out in January actually on sci fi. Huh. You know, that, that kind of what's interesting. The one that's got me intrigued is Penny Dreadful, you know. The, the idea of classic, you know, monsters, um, you know, of, of, of a story surrounding classic monsters is just, is, is just something that's kind of cool
1: to me. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, you know, we didn't mention during uh, returning TV shows, but kind of brings in that whole creature feature of the week. Um, it's TV show Grimm. I, we do like that show.
0: Yeah, um I, I, I enjoy Grim. I've not I've deliberately not watched any of the new series. I'm waiting for its comeback on, on UK television.
1: Oh yeah. But I, I like the the monster
2: That was a show that started show. slow too and it really Yeah, got a lot it better. was
1: kinda it wasn't I wasn't as interesting. Which the gives
2: game. me hope for Shield. You know, Shield starting slow, who knows?
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we'll see. Grim had started picking up by this point. Um that Shield's at now. Yeah. Um, um, I, I just I, was, I
1: just get the feeling like they just they just put too many restrictions on Joss because of the franchise and it just
2: and his brother his brother and his brother's wife I believe I think they're, I think they're married oh. they keep all
0: work it, together um, but...
1: yeah <laughs> what you say keep it in the family
0: talk about keeping it in the family <laughs> okay, uh, films our uh, best films is. The for me. I was kind of disappointed in Man of Steel. I won't go into it, but it's like, uh, it just wasn't Superman to me. It was too dark, so and and stuff like that. And Iron Man three, I was kind of like, it was alright. But the film that really, really uh, surprised me this year, and you know, is it's got to be for me the best film of 2013 is Pacific Rim.
1: Yeah, I really liked Pacific Rim. I you wouldn't know, say I, the best for me, but um, but I did, I did really five, like maybe. it. Yeah, yeah, I did really like that. Yeah,
0: it was better than Lone Ranger.
1: <laughs>
0: we didn't see Lone Ranger.
1: <laughs> but I, I really like Pacific Rim. I was gonna say I would put Warm Bodies above Pacific Rim. I,
0: I didn't go see that, so.
1: Oh, it's really good. It was
0: a, it was a cute show. It was funny.
1: Cute. It was good.
2: <laughs> cute isn't. Zombie it had tears.
1: zombies i mean come on
2: no it was a good show it was very funny it was like a zombie
1: but it was very emotional too
2: apocalypse version of romeo and juliet in a way
1: yeah it was cool. yeah they were
2: pretty yeah there was it was a good uh overall movie yeah i hate romance <laughs>
1: <laughs> well there's enough killing and dying and and grotesque it's and a, a
2: zom rom-com
1: zom rom-com
2: yep you mean a zom-com
1: No, no. Zom-rom-com.
2: Rom-com. Because
0: you got to put the romance in there. So So zombie
1: romantic comedy is a Zom-rom-com.
0: Yeah. You mean a zomantic comedy. (laughs)
1: A (laughs) zomantic. But yeah, um, we really liked Pacific Rim. We really liked uh, Warm Bodies. Uh Uh-huh. And then we also really liked...
2: Thor 2 was pretty good. It was fun. It was better than the first, I think.
0: I I think so, too. I, I wanted to go see Thor 2, but I just couldn't make time to go see it. and it's, You know, because I really enjoyed the first Thor movie. Um,
1: My only you know, complaint about Thor 2 was not enough Loki. He was in it. Um, or else I wouldn't have liked it at all. But I think they, I would really like to have seen more Loki.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Tom Hiddleston, who plays Loki, he's just awesome. He's just brilliant.
1: <laughs> he really is brilliant. And that is a fantastic... And, you know, the thing is, like, you watch the show, you watch the first movie, and you watch the second one, and Loki's, like, I think has a legitimate complaint.
3: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, I mean, I'm sitting there going, you know, I actually kind of agree with Loki. I mean, he he then goes and does some bad things, but, you know, he really was the better son between the two. He He really, he was the oldest, but because of lineage and blood ties and everything, he didn't... Get what should have been his by their laws, and and you know Thor, when the movies first movie started, was kind of a dick, and mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like, you know, Loki has a really good point. He really got the short end of the stick, and he didn't deserve it, and I think that's what turned him into the villain.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, Thor was kind of a dick.
1: He you know, was. But that's what was so good about the first one was it was kind of a redemption story for him. He realized he was being a dick and had to change.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I I just love those scenes, uh with, with Thor and um uh, and and is, is it Jane is, is carrots about is it Jane Potter?
1: No, um Jane
0: What's, what's the name of the Foster. Jane Foster. Jane Foster. Um well I, I like the scene between Thor and um uh, and the, the scientist. I'm not sure if that's her father, if it's it, or if he if if he's just sort of like a scientist who's kind of like a father figure, her, But I'm like the scene where Thor and Thor and him go into the bar, and uh, Thor winds up, you know, carrying the guy to to the caravan. To oh the
1: yeah,
2: Absolutely There's some really it. good scenes of that guy in, in Thor too.
1: Yeah, he he wasn't in it as much, but he was really good. And you know, really, I think the weakest link in the whole Thor movies is Jane Foster. I think she's boring.
0: Yeah, so like it's um, I, I I don't like that actress to be honest. Natalie Portman, she she does, you know, I I don't think she's that good. Yeah,
1: I don't know how. I'm, I mean, I I never really disliked her, but I just think that the character is just unfortunately fairly typical we have a superhero movie we need him to fall in love with a beautiful woman so we'll just have her Should be have been, there if it
2: was jennifer lawrence it would have been totally different uh,
1: well oh yeah we'll just have her be there and the whole reason is to be an object of his desire and then for him to win and this and that but we're not really going to build her up as an actual character on her own you know uh, there's a little bit of too much of that. And they have still. that
2: love triangle thing they, they don't play with at all
1: that yeah was they
2: would do more with
0: that well, yeah. between, between four that father figure and um and, and this is it jane no <laughs> no
1: on the uh the alien side
0: sith
2: i believe sith
1: and then oh, and and thor
2: jane foster and
1: jane foster would have been because honestly i think that the warrior chick is way more interesting i think he'd be better off with her
0: yeah, I I think the warrior chick, chick's way more interesting than myself. I mean, she she's just my type. So.
1: Because <laughs> I mean, she's cool and she like does stuff.
0: Yeah, and 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 she could, she could probably kick my ass. So that's.
1: <laughs> oh, she could definitely kick your ass.
0: <laughs> Ouch.
1: Hey, she's a super powered alien. Oh, yeah, near yeah. God.
0: You... I saw you with the actress kid. Kick my ass! I mean, come on, you, you've never, you've never met me. You never see me in a fair fight.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you were up against like some super powered alien who's trained as a warrior, sorry, pretty sure you get your ass kicked unless you're like Captain America in disguise or something.
0: I, I get in rigged close and kick him in the nuts.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: I, you know, but again, I've always fought dirty. <laughs> Um, any other films from 2014 that you that you guys really liked?
1: Uh, let's see, more from 2014. Um, well, I mean, we had uh, Star Trek Into Darkness.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. It was all right. I liked it. It was good. It wasn't. It didn't blow me. It wasn't as good as the first one. It didn't blow it didn't me
0: away. At all. I mean, I you know, just I I just think that they did themselves a huge disservice by bringing Khan back. Well, I
2: think it was fine, but. He wasn't even really the main, the only storyline, and I
0: don't know. It could have been done a little better. It, it felt to me like they just tried to put too much in one movie. Yeah, quite possibly.
1: Yeah, um, I still liked it.
0: It was still good,
2: but yeah, it could have been, and it was still more entertaining than a lot of the other Star Trek movies, just because they tend to be a little slow. Uh, yeah,
1: you know, I've always, I've always liked the the Star, uh, I've always liked the Star Trek tele. Well, I liked the first few Star Trek television shows um and there's i can just name off just a, a few of the movies that i even liked the other ones i either sh- really didn't like or they i've just forgotten them and they've run together because they were just so blah
0: yeah my, my favorite star trek movie is um star trek 2 wrath of khan which uh, is yeah. still the best one because of the whole build-up attention
3: yeah, between,
0: yeah. And, the, and the you know these are like uh, you know, what's he going to do next? You know, they did that really well. but they did that really well with well, really well, the original series as well, because it's funny, because my favourite original series episode is Balance of Terror, <laughs> which is <laughs> exactly the same situation. Um, you know, anything where Captain Kirk, or you know, is trying to second-guess, you know, what what, what, he, what his opponent is up to, that, that song, like, whole mentality... Of um of of a submarine sort of battle where they're, where they're, where they're kind of like playing tactical chess with each other, yeah, brilliantly. Um, you know, Star Trek: The Voyage, the one with whales. Um, everyone likes that one. I don't know why. It, it, it just seemed like a caper. It, <laughs> it, it, you know, I just didn't. I, I just didn't get why everyone loved that. Star Trek Five. um, I walked out after the first twenty
1: minutes.
0: (laughs) Uh, I did. I actually walked out of the theater after the first twenty minutes. I was bored. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm too cheap to ever do that. I know. He makes me me
1: sit through the most horrible, boring movies.
0: After Wrath of Khan, I think the next favorite for me would be First Contact.
1: Yeah, I was going to say those are my two top ones.
0: Um, I mean, I've got them all. Unfortunately, none of the
2: other next next generation movies ever met that same standard as uh-uh, First no. Contact.
1: No, First Contact was was really good.
0: You know, even though it kind of like decomote, it was the beginning of the Declaring decommod- of the, decommod- the bog, but it was actually a damn good film. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it was
3: good.
0: You know, with the whole characters, the uh, the Zephren Cochran Cochrane. You know, even though Zaphron Cochrane in the original series was played by a different actor, <laughs> <laughs> and um I, you know, had kind of like a a, a different backstory, if you will, but um, it was still good. You know, mm-hmm. um, but it's just um, for me. Um, I just think Into Darkness tried to cram too much into into the one movie. They tried to do too much.
2: And I think for horror movies for 2013, I think if you like your horror movies more bloody, then I think Evil Dead remake was really good. And if you like your horror movies more. Uh, just spooky, scary, without as much gore. Then I think The Conjuring was a really good.
1: I watched one. that one. That one was good.
0: Yeah, I I actually enjoyed The Evil Dead remake. I thought it was pretty good. You know, I quite quite enjoyed it. Um, and I quite enjoyed some of the nods they had to the original Evil Dead.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I need to watch it again because apparently, um, I believe that Bruce Campbell uh, makes an appearance, um, during the closing credits. And I never, I never stayed for that.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah, it is.
0: So I need to, uh, I need to check that out.
1: See, uh, I couldn't, I didn't get through the first one, the original. I didn't care for it, and I sure don't want to see this, this remake. But The remake's really good. You'll like the remake. No, I don't. But she it.
0: doesn't like gore, so. I don't mm. like anything
1: real gory. You
0: yeah, know, the first one was kind of like, uh. Well, there's a
1: few caveats on that, though. I, I'm okay with some things gory. But... The
0: first one was played straight, wasn't it? Um, it was only the second one where they started got, turning it into more of a horror comedy uh, I guess so
1: I don't know I thought it was pretty goofy what I the saw the third
0: one was very
2: of course off, over the top Army of Darkness
1: oh that's the one I tried watching it was just stupid one. I hated that one I, could, I couldn't get through it
0: <laughs> how do you feel really <laughs>
1: uh, I have no filter I really am sick
0: <laughs> Army of Darkness is just so, like the best film ever you know you should have won an Oscar that damn
1: thing <laughs> I
0: know, right? You know,
1: I don't think I've ever been drunk enough to think
0: I think that. Army Darkness needs to like have a crossover with, uh, with Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, yeah, let's <laughs> combine all <laughs> Julie's favorite things.
0: And you know, so Army Darkness um, this is my boomstick. And it's just the way, the way he treats all the women, you know, you know, if that that character was real in real life, he'd be dead.
1: Yeah, he would get slapped. (laughs) He'd get slapped so hard so many times in a row. He'd just finally collapse.
0: Well, that's that's why it's just so. That's why it's so appealing to these guys, I think, because it's uh, you know you got this character that's getting away with all this shit.
1: <laughs> I guess that's,
0: that's really. That, I think that's what's kind of funny because we we know it's very misogynistic, but you know it's kind of like um, oh, i it's, it's just funny.
1: I just thought he seemed like he'd been dropped on his head too many times as a child.
0: <laughs> oh dear me. Okay, well, moving on to uh, films that we're looking forward to in 2014. There's quite a few, actually. Uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's going to be a good one. Kind
0: of looking forward to that. You know, so, like, um, it's you know, it's, it's going to be directed by Anthony Russo and Joe Russo this time out. I think the last time out, I can't remember the name of the director who did the last time out, but he did The, rock, he did the Rocketeer. Which is uh, oh, For oh I like
1: that movie.
0: For me, the Vida Rocketeer is one of the most underrated superhero movies ever.
1: It yeah. really is good. I liked that a lot. Um,
0: Starring Billy Campbell, Billy Campbell, who, Campbell, who who's stars in Elix, yeah,
1: and is a really nice guy. And tall, very tall. Oh my god, he's tall. He like towered over Marx. Cool. Yeah.
0: I gotta see those pictures now. <laughs> Everyone's towering over Max, you know, that's Godzinger. Well that's he got...
1: scrunched down for the photo. Yeah. Oh. I he, he just was in a permanent kind of hunch over just to like be in the frame with people and to be able to talk to them. <laughs> we
0: have got another film coming out uh in May, Godzinger. I seen me training for this the other day, and it looks really, really cool. Yeah, I was pretty skeptical, but the trailer did look pretty
1: neat. Uh, I've not seen this so. It
0: looked so much better than the uh than the ninety I think it was the ninety eight one that they did the one in 1998 with with uh Broadwick. And and the trouble was with the ninety eight one is the acting was pretty damn good and the story was okay. It's just that the monster just looked really crap, given the uh the advances in technology that we had in, in, in the late nineties. They could have done a much better job of the monster. Yeah. But, this new version looks really cool. The trailer tra- tra- was good, so I'm I'm kind of curious to see what's that, what's going on there. Um, and so I'm looking at the uh, SFS magazine. It says, um, one of the bad omens is that uh, Gareth Edwards, um, who's who's uh, directing it, um, is is actually untested with such colossal budget, and you know, and it's asking if the studio could actually hamper his creativity and such. But it's um it's, it's a movie I'm kind of curious about I, I might go and see it and then we've got X-Men Days of Future Past. I can't wait for this one yeah yeah
1: that that that'd be a good one
0: uh, I think so a... far
1: my favorite X-Men movie is the first class
0: yeah i I, I, I love first class and um, you know we still haven't seen Wolverine yet no we've not
1: seen
0: I've seen, seen The Wolverine. it was actually quite good. I was actually pleasantly surprised it's actually an improvement over the over the last one. Yeah. But man, yeah. if you if you look at the 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 uh, first X Men movie and then watch Wolverine, oh man, he you, you start he you starting look old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know how, long, how much longer he's gonna be uh, playing uh, Wolverine, but apparently they they want to sign him up for a couple more movies. So.
1: I don't care how old he starts looking, I'll watch you, Jackman as Wolverine. He is so cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He is. He just <laughs> embodies that character. He's so good at it.
2: Mm-hmm. You hear about how they're going to expand Spider-Man too. They're, they're going to try to make two spin-offs.
0: Yep. Well, you know, the Wolverine, getting back to the Wolverine thing, the, my favorite, one of my favorite parts from the X-Men uh, first class is when they <laughs> Wolverine and he goes, fuck off.
1: They <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, walk up to him, they don't even say anything. He just says, go fuck yourselves. And they look at each other and then kind of like, all right then. And then just turn around and walk off. That is the greatest cameo ever on a movie, I swear. <laughs> I love
0: that. But I just love that. I just thought X Men First Class was, um, you know, I agree with it. It's definitely the best.
1: I thought best. Michael Fassbender as Magneto in his pre-Magneto days was just uh, fantastic. But I,
0: I just think that the uh, the characters in X Men in, in X Men First Class they, they 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 were written and given so much more depth than the. Uh, than 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 the uh, characters in in the uh, original yes. in the original so like, trilogy of films.
1: Yeah, they really were. All of them were. You know, that's that's what I liked about it, and um,
0: and and the action as well was really good. Another film we've got coming out is Sin City: A Dame to Die For. Is that really coming out now? For it's sure. Come, it's, it's actually these are UK dates. I'm reading out here. It's actually scheduled for the 29th of April.
3: Oh, okay. I,
0: a uh, Mongo Overdue sequel to Robert Rodriguez's visually stunning hard-boiled prime thriller prime adapts another series of short stories from Frank Miller's neo-noir universe. And um, we actually reported a story at Sci-Fi Pulse a couple of weeks back. They're actually uh, playing with the idea of doing a Sin City TV series. Yeah. Yeah, and The Mist
1: mm-hmm. TV series. You know, I actually liked the movie Sin City. I did like that. So I'm 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 excited. I'm gonna want to see this one.
0: Um, you know, me. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna. Well, I'll mention this movie very quickly, and we'll move on very fast. Transformers: Age of Exi- Age of Extinction.
1: You lost in- me at Transformers.
0: Well, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a uh, Magnificent, which is a uh, Walt Disney classic, Sleeping Beauty. It's retold uh, from the perspective of a. Uh, of Angelina Jolie's Mistress of All Evil, um, and and it's been it's been done as a Gothic style fairy tale uh, fantasy. So that
1: might be interesting.
0: That kind of looks interesting. Um, as far as animated sequels go, we have How to Train Your Dragon Two. Mm-hmm. It kind of helps if you've seen the first one. I haven't.
1: We haven't either. So one, I'm ring
0: really looking forward to. This for me is probably the one. You know is. It's probably up there with Captain America for me. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I thought Rise of the Planet of the Apes was an absolute brilliant movie.
1: That was so gut wrenching and heart wrenching, and so good.
0: Especially after Tim Burton leaving a massive big skid mark on the uh, Planet of the Apes franchise with a uh, what was that film called now? It was, it was Planet of the Something. It was just uh, like uh, It was um, sort of like uh, headed up by Mark. I'm so boring, I want to die well, I think but. They just
1: called that Planet of the Apes.
0: Yeah, you know. I'm sarcastic. It was, sarcastic. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> it
1: was it, yeah, that was a terrible, terrible one.
0: Planet of the Goofy Monkeys. It
1: it was yeah. just, uh, that was a bad one. Um, the,
0: the only good idea from that film was where where they were actually moving my like Apes. I thought I was really cool from a style point of view, but the story was just shit. It was. And anything with Mark Wahlberg, and I just can't watch.
1: <laughs> well, I don't have a thing against him. It just was a bad, bad movie. But yeah. *Rise of the Planet of the Apes* was very good. I mean, I had a hard time getting through the very beginning with just the cruelty that they were, they were doing to these animals. I just looked at Mark's and I said, "I'm not sure I can sit through this." I mean, it, it's a good movie, but it was just really hard to sit through at the beginning.
0: And Andy Circus as Caesar was just brilliant.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a, that was just, that was incredible. It was just mesmerizing to watch. Oh, that was an Oscar-winning
0: performance right there. And he, he, he was never even nominated. And, you know, for me, he should have been nominated for an Oscar for that performance.
1: Yeah, see, they're not going to consider that kind of acting with that much CGI the same. But they should, because they're doing the same stuff. They're doing the same thing. He's doing the same thing that any other actor's doing for their role, only like way more even physical and I think it's even more intense. I mean, I really think that it needs to have they need to have more credit for doing what they do because that that was just an amazing, amazing performance.
0: I've seen Circus in a few things where he's out of makeup. He he did a he did a, a biopic film about um oh god, I can't remember the about a rock, you know, a pop singer, well, it wasn't a pop singer, He really. was kind of like more, 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 um, more so like, more towards rock and punk, uh, Ian Dury, um, mm-hmm. who, who had a, who, who had polio, and he did, um, he did this biopic about Ian Dury, and he was absolutely fantastic. Huh. The of Ian Dury. It was actually a really interesting film, and Ian Dury, Dury, by the way, was, a. Kind of a, he was a bit of a bastard to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and and they, they 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 didn't shy away from playing that either.
3: Yeah.
0: In um, obviously um, the the public perception of him, from point of view of a, uh, of of what what we've seen, yeah, we have seen a bit of a bad boy with the with the sort of like with the song that he put, came out. You know, hit me with your rhythm stick, hit me, hit me, and and all that. And. You know, later on in life he was doing he was doing charity work and stuff like that, um for you know, to support Polio, but they they, they didn't they didn't really cover his later life. they covered, you know, his early life um as as he was sort of like, you know, coming to fame and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But he was a complete bastard.
1: <laughs> a famous person who has a different side to him in the public. I'm shocked.
0: And the circus was a um, actually really, you know, really cool in that um, we've got uh, we've got two versions of Hercules coming out next year as well because we need two
1: I was going to say two
0: yeah one, one's uh, one's with Dwayne Brock Johnson and it's based on a on a, on a, um, a comic book adaptation of uh, Hercules um, that was done by Radical Comics it's, and um, Dwayne Johnson's in that that's, that's actually been in various stages of productions for quite a long time and surprised it's actually got made and it's due out 8th of August
1: I like and, The Rock. Yeah,
0: I, I should imagine he'd be pretty good in this. hmm um, And there's another version. Um, I can't remember the name of the actor who's in this other version, but this other version plays it more as Hercules' kind of like Gladiator sort mm-hmm. of thing. It's a bit of a romance sort of thing going in it.
1: Oh, wait, I think I saw something about that one. That does look good. Yeah,
0: it looks all right, but it just doesn't look like Hercules to me.
1: No, but it, it, I, it's funny because when I first saw commercial for it, it didn't occur to me it was Hercules, I just thought it looked like a cool gladiator film.
2: It Looks like it could fall into the Clash of the Titans remake category if you're not careful. Oh uh,
1: there is no Clash of the Titans but the original Clash of the Titans.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I have seen the remakes of I've seen the remake National Titans Titans and Wrath of the Titans and neither of them can hold a can hold a stick to that original.
1: No, the original is a classic. I mean you just just if you think you're going to improve on that, just don't. Just pack it up and go home. You're not going to improve on that.
0: And 17th of October next year, we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: <laughs> oh my God! Seriously?
0: Yeah, it's a it's a remake. It's Michael Bay, so
1: you know. Oh. oh. I heard okay, bad it has Michael about that. Bay. Of course, it's not going to be good.
0: <laughs> another one we have next year. Another one from Marvel staple of films, Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: I am curious about this. Yeah, I'm really
2: curious how that's gonna that's gonna do. If
0: we're gonna like it or not. Same here because it's not one of Marvel's most prominent uh, franchises.
3: No. But
0: it's kind of like it's they're, they're singing it more as a space opera. And knowing that, you know, you got you know you got the cast. Um, you've got Zoe Saldana in it. Um, I, I believe uh Karen Gibbons in it from Doctor Who.
1: Hmm.
0: And yeah. uh, quite a few other people. Um, as well. She shaved that's her head. Right.
1: Yeah, she did shave her head for that.
0: So so that's gonna be um uh, that's that's
1: oh, all that beautiful red hair.
2: And you gotta keep in mind, Iron Man, except for
0: comic book fans, wasn't that well known either. Right, that's it true. Out. I think I think Iron Man was a little bit more prominent regard- than Guardians of the Galaxy. A little bit, yeah. But yeah he was. Still but...
1: wasn't wasn't like he is now. Now everybody's like, I love Iron Man, and you know, ten years ago they didn't know who he was.
0: Um then we've got um got paranormal activity five. Nah. <laughs> I Meh mean,
1: Really You're getting into the fives, you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> For Hunger Games Mocking Part One.
1: We you know we've not seen the most recent uh Hunger Games, but we'd liked the first one, so I'm yeah, assuming
0: I was, I was surprised, I was expecting it to be bad, like Twilight or something.
1: Yeah, but... but it was really good. So we haven't seen Catching Fire yet, but I'm sure we're gonna love it.
0: I'm 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 waiting for that one to come out on DVD. I we enjoyed. We
1: just run out of movie watching time. I swear.
0: I, I enjoyed it, but you know, I enjoyed the first one. But it's so like um, I, I kind of pick and choose my battles, and I tend to go for the big movie, the big event movies at cinema, and and anything else, I'll just go to DVD. Uh, we've got the Ver- We've got the final Hobbit film coming next year. Bear and back again.
1: I'm not watching any. I love Lord of the Rings, but. Um, When they made the Hobbit movies, they were horrible. They had the animals that they used. They had, like, dozens of horses and goats and everything. got horrifically mangled and injured and died terribly. And the farm where they were housing them, because they have billions and billions of dollars to spend on this movie, but they they refused to take even proper care of the animals. And they just, like, slaughtered dozens of them needlessly while making it. And so I just refused to see any of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I I didn't actually know that. Um, yeah,
1: it's 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 horrible to to read about what they did. To they killed animals. his
0: enjoyment of the movie.
1: And they and the, the Humane Society even came out and said we can't not endorse them because the animals were killed and were tortured, killed as far as I'm concerned, uh, off site of the actual filming. So mm-hmm. so you know the Humane Society wasn't uh, happy about having to say yes, no animals were harmed when. Her, you know dozens of them really were so i i refused to watch it which i was so upset cuz i was really looking forward to it for like years and uh they just they just killed it for me
0: yeah I'm a, it's kind of killed it for me now right but i i, I actually <laughs> seen the first one and really enjoyed it I'm sorry
1: uh, yeah no so i was upset about that cuz i really wanted to see it
0: Going, I want to go see. <laughs> I kind of want to go we're see. Make the a little Nets. kid cry now.
1: <laughs> okay, no one should be letting little kids listen to our show anyway.
0: <laughs> I kind of want to go see the Nets too because the first one was so good, and uh, I, I'm looking. I'm a completeist. I've got you know nice <laughs> the journey. I've got to see it all. That's True, you know. So my my commiserations to all these animals that were were so you know killed in such a terrible way. Uh, but i got to go see those films.
1: <laughs> yeah, Mark's had to go see those by himself. You know, so it's
0: not that I don't care about the, those animals. It's just that I, I started on the journey, and I've got to compete. <laughs> <laughs> he got
1: sucked in. You know,
0: so I, I, I got sucked in. I, I really enjoyed the first film. It's, you know, it's just a shame that, you know, we, we got got such an event like that. Um, yeah,
1: a lot, I mean, there, there are quite a few people who boycotted it, or boycotting them for that reason.
0: So. Yeah. And uh, another film out next year, the new RoboCop.
1: Yeah.
0: Film yeah, on the fence.
1: I liked the old RoboCop.
0: So... I like the first movie for me. The first movie, RoboCop movie for me, is actually one of the best films to come out of the '80s.
1: And you know yeah. it's it's very it's very timely and timeless because you watch it now and it's still every bit as relevant as it was then.
0: Probably more more relevant now.
1: Yeah.
0: Than <laughs> You know, we 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 now got governments in power that are even more right-wing than the ones we had back in in power back then.
1: We watched that, and I said, "You can't say they didn't warn us." Back in the eighties, we had all these movies talking about when corporations take over governments and our countries, and and you know, you can't say we weren't warned.
0: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I you know, I seen RoboCop 2 and I thought, "What went wrong?" That's when it started <laughs> going wrong.
1: I didn't even see any past the first.
0: The first Robocop movie is really interesting but that said um this new version the guy that's directing um is is looking to push the social commentary of the film even more
1: oh well maybe it'll
0: be good then I, I've actually read uh, i've read various things about him this, this the director is is actually known for doing films that have a fair bit of social commentary in them so
1: oh well maybe it'll be really
0: good then that well, kind of gives me hope. And the trainer scene—I I don't know. I mean, Matt, what's your view of the trailer? Because you've seen the trainer right? The RoboCop.
1: No, I haven't for the new one.
0: Yeah, has Matt seen it? on um? Have you? Yeah, the trailer. You saw the trailer too. Thought.
1: I don't remember seeing the trailer.
0: young L. Jackson's uh,
2: shooting his mouth off
1: throughout yeah. the whole There thing.
2: might be a newer, newer trailer I haven't seen. I saw the first trailer
0: that came out for it. Huh? For the RoboCop Okay,
1: remake. now I'm officially interested in seeing this.
0: There have been several. I mean, you got, you know, it's got a, got a pretty good cast. I mean, you've got Samuel L. Jackson in it, um, who seems to be in everything.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I think Gary Oldman's in it. Oh, really? I, I think he is. I'm not sure.
1: It would be good uh, to have those two in it.
0: But it has quite a few uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good, uh, pretty strong uh, character actors in it. So, huh. Okay,
1: you guys won me over. I'm, I'm interested in seeing it.
0: It might be good. You know, I'm sorry I can. I'm sort of like, uh, I'm a bit like Matt. So I'm kind of on the fence. But
1: well, I was. Now you guys talk me into it.
0: I'm, I'm kind of sting on the fence, but there's there's enough going on in it that's got me curious. You know what I
1: mean?
0: Yeah. So, the fact that you've got certain actors that are involved and, um, and 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 stuff like that, it's it's kind of got me curious. But that song, like, um, that's that's kind of like uh, one of the big remakes coming out next year. I'm going to try and go in with an open mind. I mean, I've, I've not seen the original Robocop film in ages.
1: Yeah. We watched so, it not too long ago.
0: So, you know, the fact that I've not seen it in a long time is probably helpful to me keeping an open mind, whereas if I was to go back and revisit the film, i probably think, no, oh, no, they're making another Robocop movie. No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, remakes, I hate remakes. Um, <laughs> You know, to be honest, I kind what of. What
2: if we sh- told you Ron Moore was making this RoboCop? How would you feel then?
0: I'd, I'd boycott it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, usually wait till someone dies before you boycott.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know, so like, uh, you know, he'd probably give RoboCop a robotic penis.
1: Mm-hmm. You say that like it's a bad thing.
0: Yeah, cyborgs can't have penises. Is that we're saying. Well, uh, have you seen all almost- my? I would
1: think it should be mandatory.
0: Have you seen Almost <laughs> Human yet? It's really funny. <laughs> there's a shower scene in Almost Human where you know, the cop played by Cam Urban, he goes in, he walks in on it on his android partner, he was in, in the showers of all these other androids, and they're all completely nude, and they all look like Ken as in there's no genitalia there. It's really
1: oh. freaky. <laughs> that would be kind of freaky.
0: I seen it and I thought, oh my God, that is so freaky.
1: Well, that's just, that's just cruel. I mean, they made this guy, he's got, like, consciousness and free will and... And he's got no dick? No, no genitalia of any kind. That's just yeah.
2: cruel. No. no wonder he went crazy.
1: Well, sh- yeah.
0: You know, but he's a... Uh, Hopefully it'll be an upgrade. Yeah. There, there nothing there. an there's, app so there's nothing there. There's an app for that. <laughs> so they should give Robocop the uh, rabbit upgrade.
1: No... <laughs> Wait, rabbit as in size, or as in how often they want to, or as in how quick it goes?
0: Mm, You you don't get the uh, significance of the the rabbit.
1: Uh, Oh! Oh, yeah, no, I wasn't thinking that. (laughs) 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 Well, I think you may be on the right track.
0: (laughs) Robocop. Ron Moore will give Robocop one of those.
1: Oh, yeah, Ron Moore, yeah. Yeah. See, now you're talking me into having Ron Moore do it. <laughs>
0: then, then 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 it will completely disintegrate and Robocop will transform into Katie Sackoff.
1: Hey, Robocop should be so lucky as to be Katie Sackhoff. She rocks.
0: <laughs> well, you know, so like um arguably she so like um you know she she was the she was the reason that Starbucks got lost in castration.
1: Oh, no, I really I didn't like what they did with Starbucks character at the end of that but i mean that wasn't Katie Sackhoff's fault she didn't write it
0: um, yeah, i mean i think they should have really they they kind of take take took away from it when they killed her off and bought her back again
1: yeah that was that was yeah. the beginning of the end yeah. but but really just her at the beginning being Starbucks she was fantastic i mean she just really made that role i mean i i really liked her as Starbucks i just didn't like what they did with the character um, you know, writing-wise.
2: Well, they had to turn somebody into a woman because there's too many guys. It's all boys club.
1: Yeah, and, and it, she was good. I'm sorry, I liked her better. They,
0: they did have female characters in the original Batt- Battlestar. But they that.
1: were all just like, oh, yeah. look, I'm a woman and I'm scantily clad and I'm a damsel in distress and I'm
0: oh, okay, listening to
1: that. And this. Yeah.
0: Let me finish what I'm going to say here. Okay. You, had a, you, had, you, had, you had a leadership role in Athena in the original. <laughs> Series that was never developed. Yeah. It was never developed. She was just sort like there as, as set dressing. They could have brought Athena back in the new series and developed her, and you know, and had I'd her. Well,
2: you yeah, had, had, had the president then.
0: You, you had Cassiopeia, who was a nurse, and she, you know, yeah, she was scant and, and she had most of the time, and you know, but, you know, she she, sort she like went from being a space hooker to a nurse within one episode. What about that very fast character development? But they, they could have brought her back and developed her. And they also had, um, you know, Kane's daughter, who was actually a Vibe pilot. And she started off in the original series as really strong until they sort of, like, ruined it by having, having her go all gooey-eyed over, over Captain Apongo. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she, they actually started her off as a really strong warrior sort of thing. But then, then they sort of completely softened her mm. too quickly to, to the point where, where it was just sort of, like, completely unbelievable.
1: I, I liked. The... They totally
0: should have the kid with the little robot dog thing. Yeah. I
3: mean.
1: <laughs> well, I really, I mean, I liked, I liked the new Starbuck, and I thought she was a complex, interesting character. She wasn't just the tough chick. I mean, she was, she was interesting, and she was had layers, and, and I thought she was really well done. And I did. All like... All those
2: characters had a lot of layers. They and did, stuff. and
1: I really liked the the relationship between her and Apollo um, as the series started off. And um, they had history, but they also were good together, you know, working together, and and it just was. I I, I really liked what they did there, but um, again, I I didn't like. That was one of my major gripes with the the reimagining was that they um they ruined Starbuck there at the end.
0: Yeah, I kind I I kind of like Boomer, but that's just because I fancy fancy the actress of Boomer. <laughs> Yeah. Um Well she
1: was good too, but I figured she'd fancy her.
0: Yeah, I mean so I I I didn't fancy um I did I didn't fancy the uh the the, the main sign on chick. Uh you know what's her name now. Oh uh, yeah. Both, right? I you know, a lot of guys fancied her, but I, I just saw like to me she was just way too obvious.
1: She if she uh she's just the the wig and the clothes and the lipstick. It was just she was too much like a a human Barbie doll.
0: Yeah, you know, so it didn't didn't do it for me. Um, you know, I I just kind of like uh, I kind of like Boomer.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're gonna build a woman, <laughs> yeah, if you are gonna build a woman, that's what most men would build.
0: Yeah, so I think I think I I think I'm still in the scheme of thought, you know, of, of building Kevin Ebrak, making weird science.
3: <laughs>
0: I I just I just love that film even to this day. Where 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 she goes? Um, so what do you two dirty? you know dirty little boys want to do now <laughs> um or you know that that you know that that that'd be the sort of woman i'd build
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but, you know you that, mean that, not
1: one that would wipe out the human race
0: well that too um but you know i i program it to wipe out specific people within the human race so i i would give, i'd give her some parameters
1: oh yeah well, that's wise
0: um, so you don't want to wipe out everybody, I mean, mm. Some some people are actually useful.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear me. This conversation has gotten really disturbing now.
3: <laughs>
1: I blame you entirely.
0: Yes. hmm I blame my cat. I'm still pissed at him for scratching me on the little finger.
1: Oh, where! Well.
0: Don't look at me like that, you horrible demon spawn cat.
1: <laughs> don't listen to him, Sasha. You're a sweetheart.
0: Um, he's not actually, he's, he's, um, he's kind of like, he's in that funny position that they get into where they're, they're kind of lying down, but their head's on, they've got perfect posture, their head's up in the air, but their eyes are closed, so uh, yeah. he, he's, he's either sleeping or catnapping. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, good
3: so at that.
0: Yeah, he, he's doing that, he, he's scoping everything that's going on. But yeah, I, I think, um, is there anything else? Um, any Have we covered all the films?
1: I think Did so.
0: I, I think we covered most of them. Yeah, uh, you
2: know, I was I mean, disappointed in The Purge. I thought that was kind of a eh movie. I mean, it had an interesting message, I suppose, but it was wasn't too interesting.
0: Was that about the uh, the the anorexic problem that's sweeping through Mars? Um,
2: <laughs> it was totally. You got that right on. I, in the I, future.
0: Yeah. In, in, Two in hours case.
1: of bulimia, people throwing up. That's nice. <laughs> no, it was. Um i did I didn't watch it i I heard some of it, and I made him turn the volume down.
0: you know what i think they should they should do They should do a horror film where a group of people just go out for a wild night in the town, have a party and um and so like there's something in the alcohol that changes their DNA or something, and they go around projectile vomiting and disintegrating other people yeah and that'd be yeah, cool
1: that that would not be no. Um, and then the other really bad one, we didn't even get through.
0: This is the end? Yeah, I think, think this is the end.
1: Yeah, we <laughs> couldn't even finish it. I was just like, do we have to keep watching? It's terrible.
0: Yeah, I
2: wanted to like it.
1: But I, uh, I like all
2: the actors in it. Yeah. It had good moments here and
0: there, but it was...
1: Not uh, enough.
0: It seemed to really drag. Okay, do you guys like Shaun of the Dead? Yeah.
1: Yes, we love Shaun of the Dead.
0: Did you like Hot Fuzz?
1: Yes, we loved Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm.
0: Have you seen um at have you seen At the World's End yet? Yes,
1: we just saw that. We really like that.
0: Yeah. So brilliant film. And that's you know, that's another film that, you know, I, I wish we'd mentioned earlier. as as Yes,
1: best. yes, we should have, because that was so good. Um mm. and you know, it's like kind of at the end, it's like at first I'm thinking wow, they really kind of screwed this up. Then the very, very end kicks in, and it's like, oh, okay, that's actually cool.
0: <laughs> I've got to get At the World's End on, on DVD or Blu-ray something, because I've got the others. I've got Hot Fuzz, and I've got Shaun the Dead. And- oh,
1: I mean, Hot Fuzz was just... I mean, we loved Shaun of the Dead, and then we went and saw Hot Fuzz, and it was just so brilliantly done. It was just, oh, man. We left so hard. It was, but it was so good.
0: Yeah, I mean, so like, uh, and Timothy Dalton is a villain. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know, so like, basically, they're a trilogy of films. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get At the World's End on DVD, and my my plan is over New Year is to watch them all together. I'm gonna watch John Dead first, Hot Fuzz, and then then At the World's End because they're, they're part of the same movie trilogy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to watch them all together to just see if they kind of like link up and make sense, which they don't.
1: No, they really, really don't because they're like playing different characters. And
0: But, you know, it's 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 cool. You know, I, I just really enjoyed that film. And, you know, I, I should have went to the theater to see it.
1: Yeah, we didn't go to the theater to see. Well, the only one we went to the theater to see was Hot Fuzz.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I should have gone to the theater to see it because you know it it was that good.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. It was. Now we know anytime they come out with a movie go see theirs in the theater.
0: Yeah, I mean, but, you know it's you know the guy that, the guy that directed and uh, wrote that is uh, working on Ant-Man so Oh, Oh, cool. really? Yes, well, I did guy. not
1: have high hopes for Ant-Man until just now. So now yeah,
0: I it's, do. It's the Same director and you know same same writer I don't think he's written the script for Ant-Man but he's directing it so okay
1: cool and, well that'll
0: you know, be good so and don't think that's out to 2016 or something but I, I think I think we've actually covered everything I think I think we, I think have. So. <laughs> are we, are we ended with the end at the end and
1: at the world's end, end.
0: end. yeah we, we've we ended we're ending the episode quite happy with at the world's end
1: with the end
0: yes yeah, so we're at the end and we're all going to get very very drunk now
1: and <laughs> <after the, laughs>
0: go, go on a pub crawl yeah
1: <laughs> I still haven't finished my shot of a Jaeger yet.
0: Ah, uh, ah. Uh, well, I've got a, I've got several bottles of whiskey on the go. So. Oh,
1: yeah. well, I've so, got bourbon, but bourbon turned on me a few years ago. I haven't really wanted to drink them since.
0: Well, I don't drink bourbon. I drink the proper stuff. I drink Scotch.
1: <laughs> I know the proper stuff is bourbon.
0: <laughs> no, bourbon's just a poor imitation of the real oh, scotch. Oh,
1: you've not had real bourbon.
0: I've I've had enough of it.
1: <laughs> you probably <laughs> had bad ones. <laughs> Not all American whiskey is bourbon.
0: Mhm. Okay. Well, that's the end of the, the show. We like to wish you all a happy Christmas and uh, or a, a merry, merry Christmas.
1: Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes,
0: or a merry <laughs> Christmas. Happy New Year.
1: Or a merry New Year.
0: <laughs> and and a merry and merry 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 New Year, uh, with much merriment and uh, and and whatever. You no. Know? <laughs> go go we'll get drunk. <laughs>
1: Yay! Merry Christmas! Happy New Year! Happy Christmas! Merry New Year! Merry Hanukkah! Happy Hanukkah's over! (laughs) Happy Kwanzaa!
3: We offer the world order!